Hello everyone, this is Nigerian Mindset, your weekly social awareness, motivational and educational program on YouTube. I'm Dr. Nana Aisha Akeza. But first, here are my views. Today, I'll be talking about resilience relative to Nigerian society. Resilience is the approach and what gives people the psychological strength to manage stress and unwanted situation. When you hear that, it's say, oh, that person is so resilient. Psychologists reveal that individuals who are resilient are able to manage and handle adversity, rebuild and manage their lives even after several fall or hardship in life. It doesn't matter how many times you fall because we are human. But what is important is how you stand up. That ability to be able to stand up when you fall, that is what matters. Resilience is the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threat or significant sources of stress such as family and relationship problems serious health problems or workplace and financial stresses even in my personal life there's so many things that want to put you down but you have to reject that you have to rebuke it because when things happen those things come to want to destabilize you but when you have that resilient spirit you will rebuke it, reject it, fight it, control that situation, and you will come out even stronger. Resilient communities or society is one that has the ability to maintain and transform this environment through deliberate and collective action. It requires that individuals or society must manage and learn from adversities. Nigerians are resilient people. According to late Felakuti, suffering and smiling, meaning that Nigerians have got used to be treated badly. Anyhow, Nigerians are just being treated anyhow in their own country. Even when something happened to them outside the country, they are not sure. If anyone is going to come to their aid, if anyone who are able, or those people who are able in the leadership cadre, if they are able to come out to support them, they simply have grown numb to hardship and unknowable and handle pain and suffering with such grace and candor. Nigerians always believe that tomorrow will be better. They look up to a better days ahead, day after day. You see people in Nigeria struggling. And they continue to struggle. Resilient people practice acceptance. As hard as the situation may be, resilient people believe it's better to come to terms with the truth of the pain than to ignore it repress it or deny it nevertheless 
the critical question is how sustainable is Nigerian resilience at this point? Because there are so many things happening in Nigeria that people are just, you know, just shaving here and there and, you know, continue to move on. But how long, how sustainable is that situation? Is the attitude of Nigerians to be known to the hardship in Nigeria sustainable? We have to start thinking about that. Is that sustainable? Is this denier toward vivid corruption, lawlessness, and insecurity in Nigeria? Is it sustainable? However, like every other thing in life, resilience has a limit. Yes, resilience has a limit. It's like a bubble. I can only take as much. The last time I described how a balloon can take so much before it pops, like, whoa! Because you're the one who owns your balloon. You go to a store and, you know, buy a balloon and begin to blow air. It will take as much. But when it's not able to take anymore, what you expect, it will just pop. According to homostatic principle, every system, just like the system of Nigeria, has self-regulation mechanism of its own through which internal conditions is maintained despite challenges. Under this principle, adjustments are made by the system for maintaining resilience characteristics up to resilience limit. After resilience limit, the system will collapse. Is that what we want? Because we are almost at that point now that the system of Nigeria will collapse. Is that what we want? You know, everything has a limit. Yes. Even a superhero has a limit. Nigerians cannot just continue to exist under this uncertainty of the situation in our nation. There's so much uncertainty. There's so much hopelessness. There's so much anger. But we are not hopeless. We are not hopeless. We can fix things and make our nation work well with a change of mindset. We need a change of mindset. We cannot be hopeless. It's not a hopeless situation. We can help ourselves. Again, if resilience limit is surpassed, the system will collapse. We need to know about that, that the system can collapse. It's not going to, you know, take that forever. The way things are in Nigeria, the lawlessness, the corruption, the looting, the kidnapping, the hopelessness, it can only sustain. The system is just at that verge now. It's just at the edge of collapsing. We don't want that. Because when something collapses, it's very difficult to rebuild. Nigerian leaders and those who are able to do something, they say a stitch in time saves nine. Prevention, they say, is better than cure. What is happening in the country deserves careful attention to details. We need to address 
and redress the underpins. The youth of Nigeria need hope. That's just it. They need hope. They need reassurance that tomorrow will be okay. Nigerian citizens need reassurance that there will be a nation we can all continue to call home. I want to know that there will be a nation that I can call home. It's not okay that some leaders only think about the well-being of themselves and their family alone. Provide security for themselves and family. Secure a mansion abroad and do nothing to upgrade our society. It's not okay. Let us not push and push all problems to government and politicians. Because there are so many people who are richer than those people in the offices. They had their opportunity to be in the office before or they are doing a lot of business. So you cannot push problems to politicians who are right now in the politics arena and the government. You can do something for your community. We all can look inward and step in to contribute our, our part. We need a nation that we can call our own. Even though the government is responsible for the well-being of all citizens, those who are able can also join effort to contribute and provide for their communities. That is how we can move forward as a nation. We don't need to continue to criticize and condemn. Oh, it is government. Oh, it is government. Even the GEOs who the community are donating to, they can donate back to the community. The GEOs' wives. You cannot continue to be under the sleeves of your GU or that your husband. You can create your own foundation and begin to impact your community because you are taking so much from the community. So you need to start to give back. That is how we can help ourselves. For instance, the recent situation in America, we are all seeing it all over the world. You will see people rushing to help each other instead of running away. That is the spirit in America. They don't run away from problems. They run to ways to help. Young and old voluntarily donate blood to victims. That is the spirit of a great nation. It's not just by saying Nigeria is great, Nigeria is great. People are not doing things to actually to make that country great. There are so many people who are able. And that is the reason, no matter the divisive rhetoric from the top here in america people look beyond that and help each other lift each other up and stay strong for each other we need to copy good things we cannot continue to just abandon everything to the government or politician and condemn them and take from our take from the system and not give back we need to start to do that the geos need to step up and start to contribute back to these communities the leaders need to step up and start to contribute back to these communities everyone who is able need to start step up you cannot pick and choose you just need to help your community by creating your own impact that is how we can move forward as a nation we have prayed enough we need to start doing action we need to start practicing what we are preaching. We need to start coming now to help people who truly are in need. We need to donate to causes 
that you care for. Nigerian leaders, please provide assurance and support to help youths develop their potentials. Nigerians, I think we, 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 we have gotten used to not regarding youths. We just, you know, think that they don't matter. Actually, they matter because they are the future of the nation. We need to give them voice. Do you think any sane human being will just want to kidnap or be a robber is hopelessness. There's no sane human being that is born a robber or a kidnapper. It's the hopeless situation. Even though there are some few greedy ones who are actually collaborating with the youth to do that. The leaders need to give hope to the youth. If we, have, if we want to have a sustainable system, we need to provide hope for the youth. Nigeria needs steady supply of electricity to move forward in all aspects. We need steady supply of, uh, of electricity. All this epileptic electricity system we have in Nigeria need to be put to rest once and for all. The fact that people can walk into restaurants to kidnap foreigners in broad daylight is despicable to say the least. They, they know that there are no cameras. That's why they are able to do that. And of course, they are hopeless. There's no hope in the system. With notorious actions like this, who do we expect to take the country serious? Who? If the nation cannot guarantee security for lives and property, who will take the, that type of nation seriously? Nigerian leaders, please. Let there be light to facilitate security cameras around the nation. With constant light, people will begin to install security cameras in their homes and businesses. Security cameras will help to reduce crimes significantly. Please watch this clip. Okay, that was my home. Yes, during the Christmas festive of 2018, I have a, a wonderful neighbor that decorates their home very beautiful. Christmas season, my street here in the US, people flow to you know come and watch and see a lot of things that is happening. So, someone came to watch with the children or something. And I, I think it was a mistake, but her action is what was really baffling. I think she wanted to, to press accelerator, but she put it on reverse and she destroyed one of our cars in our own driveway. 
when we woke up in the morning we saw our car was completely destroyed like who did this it was like a dream what is going on do you know what our camera was there but could not really capture that event it was a neighbor's camera that captured the event and everything and that's how the police was able to see what actually happened the street cameras and everything because the lady actually thought that she has escaped or today no she did not escape she is being prosecuted for that thing that she did and that's how communities and the authorities work together so we need steady supply of electricity in nigeria in order for us to curb all this break and entry criminals kidnapping and all of that that's to tell you that security cameras are very effective and are, and, are, and are veritable tools for prosecuting crimes, which in turn lead to reduction of crimes in any society. Again, I hope someone will listen and begin to empower our youth to become productive and engage. With this approach, all this notorious activity of kidnap and robbery will be reduced. People need hope. You need to stop blaming the youth. You need to provide them hope. Our society needs to be revitalized. Nigerian leaders, this carefree attitude towards insecurity and corruption cannot become our way of life. We have stayed too long in this dungeon. We need to move past this. That you are able to provide security for your family does not guarantee your children a secure future. No, that's wrong. The country some leaders take their families to in order to escape insecurity and hardship in Nigeria cannot replace your origin. Take note. Many blacks in America and the Caribbeans are crying for state of affairs in Nigeria. When you talk to any Caribbean person here in the US, they feel so bad with the state of affairs because they all want a black nation they can associate with and call their home. Many of them are disappointed that Nigeria is not providing that option. Trust me, people love Nigeria. Most blacks once you start to tell us, oh, I know you are Nigerian, oh, you are this, you are that, but the state of affairs in Nigeria is not, you know, it's not providing that comfort. Please note that it is difficult to replace Nigeria with any other black nation. Yes, that's a fact. It's not the same thing. In the mind of blacks all over the world, it's difficult to replace Nigeria with any other black nation. Because we are different. But it's a shame that Nigeria are caught in the middle of tragedies, wars, civil unrest all over the world. When the country should be self-sufficient and we are not helpless. We actually we are not helpless. So we cannot just stay as if we cannot do anything to help ourselves. Look at what is going on with xenophobia attitude in South Africa and other parts of the world, including the United States of America, where many Nigerians are in distress. 
people can only address and call you and your country names because they see corruption and insecurity going on in our nation. Please note the level of crime and violence around Nigeria is a sign that things are getting too close to the limit of resilience. Remember we talk about resilience. Things are getting to the limit of resilience in Nigeria. Nigerian leaders, the time to do something is now. Now is the time to do something for your country, for our nation. That being said, today I'm starting a series on small business practice in Nigeria. In this series, we shall explore the strategies required to start and sustain small businesses. We shall also look into various opportunities which young people are able to explore for funding startup of businesses. I know the major problem people have in Nigeria is how, where do I have the capital to start business? So this series that I'm going to be doing will help you to know how you can raise money to start small business. According to Small Business Administration, SBA, small business enterprise, depending on your industry, could be defined as business with a maximum of 250 employees or maximum of 1,500 employees. And they are privately owned, sole proprietorship, corporation, or partnership. Many researchers have also defined small business as an enterprise owned by an individual which employ up to 50 individuals. I define small business as an enterprise owned not more than two individuals with up to 30 employees. Small business is the engine of economic development for most countries around the world, even here in the US. Small business are the ones that are employing people here and there. Small business enterprises are responsible for creating employment opportunities and for any, even most developed countries. The earnings in most developed countries comes from small businesses in the economy. For Nigeria, motolithic economy, that basically depends on oil revenues for survival. Small businesses have been credited for majority of the unemployment, of the employment opportunity sustenance in Nigeria. We see that everywhere we go around the nation, from Iyamala businesses in Onikolobo area, Abeokota, to cloth sellers in Baji Market, Ibadan, from bricks and mortar retailers, in Upper Iweka Road, Bini, to Mom and Pop Kulu Brewery in Sabo Gary Kano, to Malam Kiosk inside and outside campuses, it is clear that majority of Nigerians are engaged in small businesses practices. In some of our recent research effort, we define small business as a venture that is owned and managed by not more than two people. Because there are so many businesses like that in Nigeria. Which way in Nigeria? Small business practice 
suffer a lot of setback for variety of reasons. Some reasons for lack of growth in small business sector include lack of funding. People don't have funding. The bank will not loan you. You not have money to start any business. Lack of infrastructure and lack of, of course, electricity. Nevertheless, a critical issue of concern to me is how some graduates who are children of bright and smart small business owners easily abandon their, their family inherited small business for lucrative banking and oil company jobs upon graduation, which of course is known to be the order of the day in Nigeria that people just come out of school and start to look for job. But those jobs, for you to get them is very uncertain. Why are graduates abandoning their family businesses for city jobs? Why? So in, in this series, I'm going to be teaching how you can actually expand your parents' business. Then you will be an employer of labor. Why can't some graduates look into modernizing the small business practice of their, of their parents by infusing their acquired educational knowledge and skills to improve it? In America, most thriving Jewish, Italian, Mexican, and other small businesses are inherited and modernized by current owners. Most of the people who come to my house to do one, one you know, cleaning job or the other, or the sewer cleaning, they always tell me it's their, it's, their, it's their parents, forefathers. So they always, you know, take over what their parents leave behind and, you know, increase on it, reinvent it. On the contrary, most Nigerian small business initiatives seem to always die with owners or when owners become incapacitated. The business just died. In Nigeria, people tend to run away from family small business than develop them to become more productive and, you know, and successful. This is some of the reasons. Unemployment rate is very high in Nigeria. Nigerian rules. Listen to this. If your parent ran the Obioma tailoring trade, don't be ashamed of it. Which they successfully trained you through school. There is nothing wrong with you using your knowledge to escalate or expand that business to fashion and design trade. After initial fruitless search for grab of a city job. I always hear people say, oh, I'm looking for a job. You know, it's so difficult to be in job. You don't need to be in job market. If you're in job market for some months, six or eight months, at the most one year, you're getting frustrated. Your shoes are getting fried up. You are getting to be taken advantage of, as you know, for those girls. They'll be taken advantage. You don't need to do that. According to our recent research, published on CBN Bullion. All it takes is source your startup funding from family and friends and use save to update your current family business. Just source for funds 
from family and friends. You will say which friend, which family. Trust me, there are some family members. Because I personally know how much I have given to my nieces and, ne and nephews to do one thing or the other. But if they actually come for business, I probably will do more for them. So there are so many aunties and uncles like that that can give to you. Then use available social media to promote the business and take it to the you know the next level. So you don't need to be in job market for too long. And you don't need to go to the bank to give you a loan because you know you don't have collateral, you don't have this, you don't have that. So source your phone in within. Please, my brothers and sisters, given the obvious critical economic situation and hopelessness in Nigeria, we need to do something differently. We need to become more creative. How do we keep looking for a bank job or a job or any lucrative jobs for 10 years? I know some people who said they have been looking for job five years plus after graduation and they say you and they say you are hopeful for jobs then you start to go to prayer houses and start to fast prayer and all of that all of this is good prayer and fasting is good but pray and fast towards something that is truly realistic you can just be hopeless and be praying for five ten years for something you can actually do something because God has already equipped you with that thing you will do. But you're just looking beyond that. The truth is that these sectors of our economy are overwhelmed. And the youth of Nigeria need to look inward to make the difference. They say there is dignity in labor. How can we be ashamed to practice the profession or trades? We are looking to go offshore and practice. How can we be ashamed to do that in Nigeria? Yes, the abroad we are all looking to come to. Most of the time, most people start as a cleaner or a security personnel. Of course, those are all jobs because you get paid doing it. Then you can actually do it in your own country. Because doing those jobs abroad, you need a working permit. You need a work permit to even do it in the first place. Now that you know, we need to look inward in Nigeria, where you are and you have a home and have dignity in what you are doing. Build your trust. All we need to do is develop and upgrade our family traits. If you're not looking to tell people, oh, I go to Dubai or I'm going to London, you are living the life of others. You are you are about it. You are not it. So don't be about it. Be it. To be it, you actually have to start what you can sustain. Fellow Nigerians, even the big companies that we all want to work for need to continue to revamp, to remain afloat and sustain employment. That is what strategic fit is all about. And some of the comp companies in Nigeria, they do not have that strategic fit. They are not actually looking for strategists to help them look at the summary of their business and tell them where they need to improve on. Nigerian youths and graduates, help your families or parents expand their businesses instead of remaining in labor markets endlessly. 
it's a it's a very common thing to hear that people will say they are looking for jobs. You don't need to look for job. Or people will say, "Oh, I go to Dubai. I'm going to Italy." Then you go one twice, and everything is all gone. You need to look in. What you need to start something that you can sustain. Start something locally. You don't need to be in those arena or people who are traveling. If you have the money to travel, there's really nothing wrong about that. But if you don't have it, don't be about it. Be it. Fellow Nigerians, what do we want to leave behind as legacy? Do we want to leave a legacy that will reflect how much money you were able to collect from the system or how many cars you were able to buy? The choice is yours. Let your legacy reflect light to the darkness in people's lives. Let your legacy restore hope in others. Thank you for joining me on the program today. Please join me next week for continuation of our discussion on this series and issues in Nigeria with tips and possible solutions. My website is findingbyyourdream.com. Look out for our books. These are some of our books. You can find them in Barnes and Nobles and Amazon. So many of our books can be found all over the world. Once you put it on Google, it will come out. Thank you for joining me today. Bye-bye.